Do you and your friends have really good conversations? Do you guys talk about making a podcast after every good combo? Well, this is your sign to go ahead and make that podcast. Spotify is a platform that makes it so easy to make your podcast. You can even earn money. And in this economy, multiple streams of income is the goal. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter how much equipment you have, as long as you have a phone and internet, you can start creating today. Once you start creating, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Hi, y'all. My name is Denasia. And my name is Faith. And we are two 20-something type A Black girls. Season two of this podcast is about our journey navigating post-grad life, the corporate world, and life in general as type A Black girls. We hope you enjoy it. Hey, y'all. Hey, guys. Um, Listen, it's season two, episode three. This is going to be really good, and I'm very excited. Yes. We have a lot to unpack in this one. Girl. Um, Well, let's just go ahead and get right into the rose, uh, thorn and bud. Um, So my rose is on Tuesday. I moved to North Carolina. I'm officially a East Coaster. So it's 947 (laughs) right now. And this is the only time that worked this week. So um, until Denasia moves, that's it's gonna give three hour time difference. Yeah, give it about two months and we'll be back on track. But for no. the time being, <sighs> trying to line up these <laughs> these time zones, especially because of work and girl. But yes, nine forty eight now. Um, the move was it was pretty smooth. Obviously, hiccups come and go for sure. Um, mm-hmm. So my bud is I have a money making opportunity to fund this move um, in July until I get my first like big girl paycheck in August. So I'm very excited to get paid both times. Um, this move has been expensive. You can budget all you want is what I've realized as an adult. But like, unless you have that money, like you know, and I literally budgeted, I think like $300 for groceries, didn't even forgot to like throw in the essentials like spatulas, um, pots, pants, sponges. (laughs) No, literally, like I definitely spent like at least like, I want to say around 500 to 600. So basically double what I budgeted for. So when you're moving, just try to think of every possible thing you can think of, like watch YouTube videos, people moving because you're like, Oh, okay, I didn't Mm -hmm. think I needed this, but I needed this. Went to Ross, went to Walmart, which is swiping my card. It hurt because, you know, I don't I don't be spending money. I do not be spending money. I was money. about to say, I know for a fact that hurts your feelings. <laughs> it hurts so bad. <laughs> I'm like, I like my, like, I like to see money in my account. And because I know it's going to go to a certain bill, da, da, da. But, you know, I thank the Lord. Got um, a scholarship for my mentor. Shout out to my mentor. She'll be on for season three. But, like, literally this lady, I was venting to her and, and like, telling her about my life. And she gave me, like, a just a really good, like, graduation gift that was in the form of a scholarship um, for a nonprofit, and like it helped me out a lot like I really had I was going to pay a mortgage and rent I've been paying mortgage and rent for the past two months and I have to do it for July mm. as well mm-hmm. 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 so um yeah um and then my thorn <laughs> even though you would think that was a thorn um I left my work computer back in AZ like I literally had maybe 10 minutes to spare by the time I got to the gate like I literally looked back and oh the, my god and the door and the door was closed like so the thing is we were driving and Hope's dad because I spent the night at Hope's house Hope was Hope she did my hair in the morning went to like cosmetology like she's in like these classes for cosmetology 
um, for hair. Um, and then she came back, finished my hair. My dad put the duffel bags that he like packed for me um, in her car, zip tied them. She finished my hair. We packed up the car and left. Like we, my flight left at 1043. I don't think we left the house until like 930, 945. Like oh my it was, God. bro. And, then, and I know your anxiety was through the roof. I was holding, missing a flight. Moms, I was holding that thing, that little, that little hand thing in the car. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like breathing hard. Like Hope was like, like just like, and she knows, Hope knows my anxiety is bad. And sometimes she's like, sometimes Hope is just like, just don't have anxiety. You know, and so I'm just like, oh, if only that was if that if it was that simple, we would not be talking about this. No, I, I literally <laughs> swear. And like, and like, she saw me, and I'm huffing and I'm puffing and I'm huffing and I'm puffing. But like, but before that, like, I before I realized that I had um forgot my computer, um, she had uh asked some of my closest friends in AZ to like rec- uh, send videos of like saying goodbye to me, and I was like, and like I like. All of them were like very special and close to my heart, but I think the one that hit the hardest was my little sister because my little sister really doesn't express her emotions much, mm-hmm. and like because my mom kind of raised us as triplets, like I I didn't really realize that she saw me as like the big sister that that she said she did. So like it was just like I was tearing up. I'm like because Joy is not an emotional person at all. Like Joy's yeah. very she's very sweet, but she's also very blunt. So we don't I don't get the whole like long hugs and stuff but like the last two times I saw her she hugged me like for longer than three seconds and I was like oh this is real love. not longer than three seconds no bro, I, bro <laughs> so I, this is love no this is like real love I'm like oh my goodness like it was like she was like I'm like like all the I'm so proud of you proud of yous and like like I love yous and I can't wait to see, see you do big things like that really hits home especially when you respect them as a person which are all my close friends and my sisters, but my me and my sisters have become we got have gotten so freaking close in the past, like over COVID for sure. We got super yeah. close. Me and my sister used to butt heads like there was no tomorrow. I'm not gonna hold you. Especially me and Hope we used to butt heads like there's no tomorrow. Cause she's stubborn, I'm stubborn. I don't listen, she don't listen. So what what are we gonna do now? But we've gotten super, super close. Like we like we've just really blossomed as women and it was just like it was just like so sad. Like it was happy sad. Like, mm-hmm. thank you guys. Like, I it was like wow. Like, she really took the time to sh- to ask all my friends to like send videos, and then she did hers in person, and she started crying, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. And then I got the text about my computer that I forgot, and I'm like, "So then I, that's when I had my anxiety attack." So I had like a good cry, then anxiety attack, but so then I asked my sister to overnight it. Why did they say it's going to be two sixty to overnight it? Two two sixty. Not two, two six zero, not two dollars. Not, not twenty six point zero. Yeah, I said. Oh my excuse god! Excuse me. I said. So the cheapest one was to get it to me on Tuesday, and that was sixty dollars. So I'm literally not getting paid. Like I, my manager probably hates me. I'm not going to hold you, but you know, it's giving countdown. I was um, going to say he won't have to deal with me. <laughs> he for knows much what's longer. coming because that yeah. two league notice is coming. L- coming, and the thing is, it's not coming until my first day of work. <laughs> Yeah, no, he, I'm pretty sure he knows. They know. They know when you're about to quit. Ah, well, the thing is, I had already, I accepted an offer, so I don't think he knows. Oh. <laughs> he don't know. He don't know. <laughs> he don't know. I mean, he was close. He he got on the phone. He was huffing and puffing because I always forget to send my time card. This man was huffing and puffing. He was like, Faith, like, I've even talked to HR that over me signing the time card over my money that I don't get paid if I don't sign it late. Uh, if I sign it late, what are you mad for? 
but I guess it does not come out of his pocketbook. No, for real, because I worked for the government. Like they were on getting on him, so he was getting on me, and I could just you can, can sometimes you can tell when white people are red in the face when it in their voice. <laughs> Have you ever been on the phone with a white person and you just know their face is red? Yeah, he was huffing and puffing. You can tell he was you're facing. on thin ice, buddy. But, bro, thin ice. He, I, he was about to give. He was about to give cat in the hat. You're fired. <laughs> like he was so mad. And I'm like. I'm like, yeah, that's what I mean. My bad. Like, I'm sorry. It won't happen again. That probably made him matter. Bro, I was so he calm. Wanted you, he wanted you boohoo crying. That's what he wanted. Bro, I was so calm. I was like, yeah, I just, I don't, I didn't get your email. He's like, you've been ignoring my emails. I'm sitting here like, I didn't get them. And the thing is, there's something wrong with it. I, I swear there's something wrong with my email. I, I'll literally have to X every morning. I have to X out my email. And then re-log into my email in order to get all the new emails I got from the last night. Like, oh, okay. it's, yeah. So it's not my fault. But that that sounds like that sounds like an insane lie because emails still work. <laughs> but like, but child, anyways, what's your rose thorn and bud? You're fired. Like, <laughs> I just know he was. I know he was clenching his fist. But, I just but, know it. Like, oh, he was face hot. red, face red, face oh, for real. And oh my hold gosh, on. mom. Side note. I'm getting I've been getting at least one email a week minimum of people from my team or teams that I that are my team works with talking about hey going on a better bigger and better things my last day will be Friday mm. so their retention rates are really low, low that's why like there's such a low chance of me getting fired like you know you say so, y'all need me y'all literally, <laughs> fire me if you want to <laughs> li- literally like not that but that but okay so girl what what's 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 cracking over there um so I guess kind of a kind of a thorn I don't know I'm just really angry about it so basically (laughs) I'm also doing um a work a work (laughs) an internship this summer um and they started me off on my first day on Juneteenth what something about that just feels really anti-black to me because why am I why is my first day on Juneteenth it's a federal (laughs) holiday baby literally you can't just be like oh we don't recognize Juneteenth it's a federal (laughs) holiday and I'm black. Like, I, think I should have the day off. Actually, mm-hmm. no, I should get holiday pay is what I should get. Plus Literally. a stipend. Call that reparations. <laughs> but no, I got none of that. I had to work on Juneteenth. Now, granted, it was just onboarding. But still, it's work. Like, if I had to open the laptop, it's, it's, it's work. work. And lucky for me, my ancestors were looking out because they sent me a laptop with no charger. <gasps> They sent me a company laptop, no charger, just bots and vibes, like oh. nothing else. I was like, where's the charger? So when that thing died, I said, well, that's my clocking out for the day. Cause what oh. else am I going to do? Mm. Yeah. So I, it was a short day for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was, um, that was Harriet looking out for me. That was Harriet. Yeah. Bless up. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, yeah, working on Juneteenth was definitely a thorn. Um, but my rose is that, so when I was in Italy, on the way back, I don't think I told y'all this in the update, the update uh, thing, but I got left in Germany. Like, we what? were stranded. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that was kind of an important point. Uh, I was stranded in Frankfurt, Germany for like 48 hours. Oh, I did see that on the, on the, on the, um, on the close friends a little bit. Yeah. But not- no, yeah. I was like, like, like for a second there, we thought we was going to be sleeping on airport couch, on airport what? seats for at least a day. Like, they didn't, basically, long story short, the type of flight we was on was given like the spirit of European airlines. <laughs> yes, so yes. already I felt like we was gonna be driving the plane ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and we missed our first. It was like three connecting flights, so we missed the first connecting flight, which forced us to be late for the second and third. Mm-hmm. And when we got to the the 
to Frankfurt, they were like, oh, a plane just left. Like, we was literally <sighs> running through, running. Like, we saw when we landed, we saw the plane, our nuts plane we were supposed to get on. We got to the terminal, baby. That thing was gone. What? Gone. Literally, how do we come, like, maybe, I'd say about maybe 15, 20 minutes earlier? Because, you know, they'd be shutting the gate off. Mm-hmm. We would have made it. Wow. Um, so we literally saw our plane, and it was gone. And my one friend's luggage got left in Frankfurt and huh? still, I don't even know if she got, I actually got a tester. I don't even know if she got it back. Cause it was like a week later. She still didn't get it. What? Um, two girls actually. And yeah, it was just a lot. So of course, like our advisor was like, oh no, like we need to get paid for this. Mm-hmm. So um, the company is supposed to run us 600 euros for the inconvenience because we had to stay in a hotel. Like it was just a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And they weren't going to give us that. They was like, oh, uh, <laughs> he was like, well, the seats is free. Like, they were not really, like, I don't know. I just feel like it could have been handled so much better. And I was really pissed off. Because what it looked like being stranded in Germany? Literally. So I'm hoping they run me that 600 euros. Because that'll, be, that'll come in handy for the move, honestly. But, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for um, Germany's spirit to run me my check. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and then my bud is that is this weekend is my charter's um charter day so we're celebrating 52 years sisterhood scholarship and service love Talk to us nice yes. so i have a lot of events i have to go to this weekend but it'll be good to see all my sores and meet up with them see my line sisters like i ain't seen them in a minute now granted it hasn't been that long but in my head it feels like it's been a long time <laughs> so i'm really excited because we're just gonna do fun stuff all weekend oh i um, can't wait yeah and that's that's my life i might even make a little tiktok because i want to make cute little like day in my life because mm-hmm. I low-key be having really fun days and weekends I just don't ever film it mm-hmm. and I'm like I really could be making some low exposure content for the girlies bro but squinting eyes squinting eyes can't see nothing <laughs> but I'm like maybe I'll just say that for New York when I, it's like very like aesthetic and I'm like walking to work or something yeah, um, wa- emphasis on walking which is walk. pissing me off that I gotta walk <laughs> did you notice that walking to work like no I don't even feel right in my spirit um but yeah that's life right now um side note this has literally been in my head since the, your entire rosebud and thorn when you mentioned harriet tubman i had seen this thing on twitter or maybe instagram they were saying like if babies are crying on the underground railroad harriet tubman harriet would, would knock them out <laughs> <laughs> do you think harriet was wearing a shiny dress when she was taking slaves <laughs> the freedom like what <laughs> like she was knocking babies out <laughs> oh oh okay um, oh my gosh but, okay so Denasia do you want to bring in the topic for this week <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not here yet <laughs> as, you can tell. as you can tell as you can tell hot girl Harriet. hot girl um, please <laughs> so basically this this episode we really wanted to talk about kind of building your confidence and being mm-hmm. the best version of yourself like I feel like people have different names for this like on TikTok there's this trend of like the clean girl aesthetic yeah becoming the it girl mm-hmm. you know like basically the best version of yourself that you can be and we kind of summarized it into becoming your best hot girl like how yeah. to become a hot girl yeah and when we talk about this it's mainly a mixture of for one building your confidence and feeling like you're confident who you are. Can nobody tell you nothing? Mm-hmm. If if any, if everyone in the room dislikes you, at least you like you. That's everything. Nice. And not only that, but like looking and feeling your best. So also part of this is like physical, like how to actually have a glow up. Like that's mm-hmm. you can tangibly do. Like yeah. everyone's like, oh, I had a glow up, I had a glow up. But like mentally, did you glow up? Mm-hmm. That's the question. Big so time. it's really mental and physical glow up that we'll be talking about today. And we kind of built out a guide for you guys on mm-hmm. how we personally 
became hot girls over the past like college years i'd say like big facts yeah but we're gonna start off by first talking about when we weren't hot girls starting from the ground starting from the ground up really um so faith can you talk about when you weren't a hot girl and how you started your journey to becoming one yeah so um if you don't know i was originally a computer science major um i thought that was the only path to becoming a project manager now i don't even know that's what i want to do um but it is what it is and I would literally be like, if I don't finish this assignment and it was coding. So like, it's not like it was like a little, you can quiz with it. Like you literally yeah. have to code the entire assignment. Um, I wasn't going to eat. Turns out that was an entire eating disorder. Um, and I was just, I was definitely down bad. Like really wasn't doing my hair that often. Um, wasn't looking my best. Granted, like my style was definitely giving Adam, Adam Sandler. I'm not going to, that's kind of what face. <laughs> <laughs> did I lie? I did, I lie? did I lie? Did I lie? Okay. My as definitely giving comfy girl aesthetic. That's me for sure. And not for the most part, I really didn't care. Now I think I care more if it matches, but I was just throwing on quite literally anything. Cause I was just like, classes are take sucking the literal existence out of my body. Mm-hmm. I just need to, I just need to get there. I just need to get there. Um, and also I didn't, I was kind of seeking male validation um, and I was relying on the male gaze and males in general to validate me. And that's just so, that's just so childish. Like, obviously everybody, I feel like a lot of girls go through this, but that was Mm -hmm. just like, girl. And I think Mm -hmm. it's because I I didn't start dating until I was 18. So it was just like, I don't got no parental supervision. I'm in my own dorm or I'm staying at my friend's house. Like, let's just live it up. And I mean, I didn't have, I didn't live it up for long because Lola took me at the game super young and that sounds that sounds like very like predatorish but like just know my boyfriend's only a young a year older than me and that was I guess the, I think that was his plan to take me out the game but yeah he said you go retire the jersey no literally and typically like when girls get boyfriends that takes them out of their hot girl era but no he put me in my hot girl era like having a person that loved me for me and was mm-hmm. genuinely cared about my well-being which was just an insane concept I felt like um and last but not least switching my major like that got me to becoming a hot girl because it felt like I could actually graduate like yeah being a computer science major I could I literally could not even visualize myself walking across the stage and walking across the stage was such a big thing that's what was that's why it was such a big thing for me um but yeah like 2019 and peak COVID well which was peak COVID um I started my journey of choosing myself and all of these all just kind of lined up, you know, yeah. especially late 2019. Like I started choosing myself. I started like getting out of my eating disorder order. Also me and Lola first started dating. Um, it was just great not having males and male attention validate me because that doesn't last. Sometimes it's just superficial and mm-hmm. it, it failed me every, they failed me every single time. Right. Um, so that that's kind of how I I got to how I am right now. That's how I mm-hmm. that's that's when I wasn't a hot girl and how I kind of transitioned into like my best self or starting to be my best self. Yeah, no, li- literally exactly the same. Like I, I I'm actually I want to say like high school end of high school mm-hmm. um, was when I was like, oh, my gosh, I just feel like I'm not I went through all these years of school. I've done all these things. And I still don't know a clue who I am. Yeah. And like freshman year of college, I was still I was still the teeter totter. 
but it was it felt like I was becoming more into myself mm-hmm. and um even like even my shyness like if if you knew me in high school you knew that I was very very quiet um very shy honestly in high school and I was like I'm not even like this at home like <laughs> people who know me I'm not like that Mm-mm. and I think whatever clicked in like freshman year of college really clicked because I was like I need to stop not acting like myself out of fear that people will either judge me or I'm not going to be accepted like yeah. at the end of the day your people are going to be pissed off by you whether you do anything or you do you do it all like mm-hmm. someone's always not going to like you so you might as well just be who you are and just go with the flow and people who do like you will gravitate towards you and those will be the people you keep in your life Mm -hmm. so I had to really learn that like freshman year of college I feel like and it really but the hot girl journey really didn't start until COVID because um before that I was so bogged down with everything else going on like I was so concerned what other people thought about me Mm -hmm. the male validation piece I wasn't necessarily saying that I was seeking male validation but I did feel like, oh, my gosh, like, I have been single for so long. Like, I've yeah. never had a real boyfriend. Like, mm-hmm. compared to my friends who were not in that boat, it kind of does bog you down. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing what all the other all the other girls are doing. Like, it's like, am, am, is something wrong with me? It makes yeah. you question yourself. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't necessarily like I was seeking male validation more than I was just, like, feeling bad that I wasn't, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, which really, really took a toll on me. And I feel like in COVID, it was the first time I had to, like, slow down. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't I couldn't distract myself with school because we were virtual. So, I mean, like, I was really checked out, honestly. <laughs> like, honestly, I'm not going to hold you. I low-key graduated 2020 because that was the last time <laughs> I was actually focused. Like, mm-hmm. pre- pre-COVID, I was really, like, studious and focused, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, low-key, I've been graduated because that was the last time I actually had, like, energy to do school. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, like, it was the first time I had to really slow down. I couldn't distract myself with social life and every other thing that I was filling my schedule with from literally like 7 a.m to 11 p.m and coming home late and being alone with my thoughts for the first time and not having anything to like buffer it really really hit me hard because I was like dang like there's a lot going on up here that I've just been neglecting for years yeah but um I had to also get comfortable with learning that not everyone is going to stay in your life forever and I think it was low-key a blessing in disguise because I think I relied so much on what other people thought of me that the people around me really like took a toll on me Mm -hmm. and 2020 COVID was when it was like a major cleanse in my life honestly like I had friends that I thought were friends that were suddenly out of my life yeah and I feel at first like horrible about that and then I realized like I think it was for a reason mm-hmm. so altogether, that really kind of like launched my hot girl phase and coming into like post-COVID I guess I'm the most confident I've been and I feel like it's because of everything that happened that year mainly yeah um but college really did it for me like yeah shout out to college <laughs> for real um but yeah so we we kind of talked about how we started off as hot girls and how we weren't at first Mm -hmm. Um, So now we're going to get into like our personal guides to becoming a hot girl. So we each have five tips that we're going to give you to help you learn your own journey. Now, granted, this is not necessarily like a Bible, like everyone's journey is different, but this is Mm -hmm. what helped us. So Faith, you want to go first with your tip? Yeah. Side note, I want to shout out Blair, which is the um, uh, line sister, because she kind of gave us the, we asked like, oh, what, what type of episodes you guys want to see? And she said hot girl. So I just wanted to shout yes. out. Yes. Yes. And shout out to Vinicius as well. Cause he also said confidence guide. So oh. Oh, y'all really that. gave us, yeah. Y'all gave us a lot of good ideas and just shout out Blair. Cause girl, I miss you and I love you. No, <laughs> like, literally. Bro, I'd be talking up on like 
I'd be swiping up on our Linda, Sam, Blair. I'd be like, yeah. Period. No, literally, I'd be like, faith, <laughs> faithful repost. I'd be like, this is so crazy. Because she, like, but then I do the same thing with, like, Natasha. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be posting that girl. I ain't even met her in real life. No, never. But that's but- my bestie, though. <laughs> no, literally. Okay, so number one for me, um, I know last episode we talked about hair. So this has, this in- this is included with that, but figure out how to do a few signature hairstyles that you know are going to mm-hmm. kill it every single time. Like, or at least 95, not even 95% of the time. Because, I mean, a perm rod set isn't going to turn out good the first time. I promise you, it's not. It's just it's not. not. <laughs> it's not. I, I'm, I'm living proof. Um, as well as buying the products that will help with that hairstyle and kind of like mm-hmm. experimenting with it because everything the girl on YouTube does, it might not work for your hair. So just trying to experiment yeah. with it. I mean, we know. If you know, you know. Um, and if you can't do hair, some people just can't do it. Uh, find a reliable hairstylist, which is very hard. Mm-hmm. Very hard. Uh, but girl, figure it out. And if you're an AZ, book with my sister, Hair by Hope. Because she did my hair. She does my hair every single time. Dyes it. She's, act- she's actually about to be in a shop. And I'm so, so excited. Like, like, her, like with their own little, I'm so freaking excited. So I'm um, so proud of her. She, and she's gonna she be, can do some hair. Listen, okay. and she gonna be, she's going to be shampooing. Like she's gonna have like a the sink. Period. I'm Period. So oh, I'm so excited. Literally I'm so gonna excited. go. I'm gonna go fly out just to book her because <laughs> no, like she literally wants to be a traveling stylist, and I'm like, bro, like I'm gonna. Hey. I, I told her my goal is to find some black friends at Cisco to be like, my sister's coming this week. You can come to my house and she'll do your hair. She'll, she'll be here all week. No, she's here all week. No, all for week. Her, her second stop better be New York because <laughs> New York braiders are charging seven hundred for knotless. What? There's no way. I will go <laughs> pull up a tutorial right now. <laughs> Don't play with me. Like seven hundred? Are you kidding me? What? Uh, my... Somebody that, that that that's that's bills and utilities. That's... Don't play with me. Okay, so but okay, so that's that, that that's that's insane. That's literally bonkers. But um, for for me, I figured out how to do permron set. I and and another one of mine is a a twist and then taking those out as a twist out but I think those are my mm-hmm. signature three that I know I love on my head I know the style I know the style that I like I know the products that I like um and it's just like my three go-to so figure figure out your hair take some time to yourself and figure out your hair mm-hmm. um, yeah for okay so what about you Denasia what's your number one my number one is is investing in your beauty battery mm. like every month even if you're on a budget I feel like it does wonders for your confidence. I just feel like my personal policy, if you look good, you feel good. Back. Even if you don't look your best. If, even if you put a little bit of effort into your your appearance, I feel like it goes a really, really long way. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's my beauty battery. Like, I imagine my beauty battery at 100 if, like, hair done, nails done, everything did. Back. You know, like, brows, if you get lashes. I try to be a lashes girl. <laughs> that's, that's a deal for another day. Um... <laughs> Whatever makes you feel like you look your best, invest in doing some part of that each month. Yeah. And I think that will really help you feel like you're recharged, like just dedicating one day to just re- just charge your beauty battery. And I guarantee you, your confidence will probably thrive. And yeah. even if you're not even, I feel like people are like, oh, well, I'm not, there's no special occasion. Like I'm not going on vacation. I'm not going on vacation. I'm not going to a party. There's no event for me to look good. Mm-hmm. something about just walking around the house feeling cute will Bro, really do it for me these braids i'm feeling like i'm fe- you know when those girls they be like at the um, edm rays and they be jumping that's what i feel like <laughs> that's what i feel the like white girl do. dance where she be having her hands up literally i did Scarlett that johansson i did that in our conference center today yep 
So, like, yeah, no, it does wonders. Like, mm-hmm. if you at home, put some lip gloss on. I guarantee oh. you, you gonna feel good. You gonna feel even better when you walk past the mirror. Like, it's really the small things that will really do wonders for your confidence. And I feel like that's my main tip because it's so easy to just look bummy twenty four seven. It's the easiest. It's the go to. It's mm-hmm. comfortable. You can still charge your beauty battery and feel good at, about yourself without feeling uncomfortable. Like, that doesn't yeah. mean dress up in heels every day at your house. Like, I don't mean that. I just mean do small things that you know will make you feel good. Girl, like, like, um, I put lip gloss to go to put, I put lip gloss on to go to sleep. And that's me too. That's the only way I can go to sleep. Like me too. If I, if I'm not glossed up in bed, I know I'm not going to look my cutest in my dreams. So how does that work? Feel my cutest. Like literally, (laughs) I feel so bad. I'm trying to be like an all white sheet girly. I feel so bad because I'm going to have to replace them probably every two months because of the lip gloss stains and the oil stains from my head on them. What is what it is? That's what we got to do. That's what the, that's just what we're going to have to do. And the thing is like one side, you know, get, August is going to be a month of abundance for me. I will let you know that right now. I love a matching, um, well, I don't wear bras, but like if you wear bras, like bra and underwear set or like, mm-hmm. uh, or athleisure sets, like matching athleisure, because you work from home, just be cute at home. Yeah. You know? No, monochrome sets, whatever mm-hmm. makes you feel good. Keep doing that. That's basically my tip. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So number two for me, um, try out different scents to find your signature scent. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, honestly, I, I, I think honestly, everybody has been a champagne, champagne toast girly once in their lives. But after I went to Vegas to see Danasia and I smelled her room, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> I'll do it. She's like, like, Danasia is a lifestyle. Like she had champagne toast hand sanitizer. I'm like, this is like real. No, it's an obsession. This is real. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And Lola, that Christmas before he had got me um, some Vera Wang or maybe that Christmas after, I don't know. He got me some Vera Wang princess perfume. And I, I, because I was so used to champagne toast because I had got a whole bunch because of Danasia, um, I thought it was a bit like older woman and I hadn't ever smelled like an older woman, but try to figure out your grown woman scent. And right now mine mm-hmm. is Vera Wang princess and champagne toast mixed together. Like, it don't, it don't matter if it smells good to anybody else. As long as it smells good to you. That's it. It's what it is. You know, that's granted, it. you might want to have a friend smell you like, does this smell good or just this just me? You might get a friend that you know is going to tell you the truth. Okay? To smell mm-hmm. you and be like, okay. And like, get like a signature deodorant, like, or a roll-on. Like, just find your signature scent. And yep. I, it can change for seasons. I can't wait until I have enough perfumes where I can change my perfumes per season. I'm so excited for that. Like, I, oh, I'm so excited, but... Yeah, that... Yeah. Listen, investing in perfumes... I think this is my most expensive hobby. I hate to say it. <laughs> I got one for every occasion. Like, different really? types. I, yeah, like, I layer. So, like, oh. people are like, oh, what are you wearing? And I gotta give them a list. Because I will... <laughs> mi- I'll be in here like a freaking chemist. Like, mixing <laughs> scents together. Comparing top notes. Like, it's low-key become, like, a little hobby. But really? it really is so fun, like, just figuring out what scents work best for you. And the best feeling is when you walk some- by somebody and they say, you smell good? Bro, literally. Ah! I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, literally, that's the best compliment. You can say, oh, you the baddest. You, Oh, you, 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 you do this. Oh, I like, your, I like your style. Tell me I smell good. Bro. I'll be gassed all day. Like, all swear. week. Swear. And the thing is, for me, because I use so much hair products, it's typically, oh, you smell good, and it's my hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. so finding some good smelling hair products like don't be doing no live and olive oil like figure out like get some if you're gonna do that throw some in there throw some throw some, some something else. 
something that you can layer on top the top layer okay yep. um no what's, what's your number two Denasia? <laughs> i just <laughs> love perfume <laughs> um find some way to be active now i didn't want to admit this y'all i hate to say it the fitness girlies were right <laughs> they were right like being fit and that doesn't necessarily mean like working out eight days not, it's not even eight days a week but you know you know when they be like oh you gotta work out every single day like the, the really really hardcore fitness girlies that make you feel bad if you're not working out every day I don't mean that I mean just finding time throughout your week to be active in that yeah. it can be as simple as going on a walk yeah that can be as simple as going up the stairs a couple times finding mm-hmm. a way to like separate your mental headspace to a place where all you're doing for like an hour is just focusing on your fitness for a second and I think it does wonders like besides my whole like falling on the treadmill it's been great like (laughs) it's been really good just like going to the gym and knowing that I don't got to worry about anything else for that hour and a half bro for real put a podcast on no facts facts and I well I don't I'll be putting a podcast on I be listening to homicide homicidal music like I listen about guns and drive-bys and that just really does it for me like I don't even live that lifestyle but yeah no like the drive there and the drive back if if you didn't know who was driving the car (laughs) you might think your life is in danger but it's not because it's just me you would think her windows are tinted you would think, you yeah. would think I got some in the glove compartment, mm-hmm. the way the music I'll be listening to in the gym. But um, it really does wonders for your mental health. It's just like taking the time to, for one, I think going on walks especially, because something about being in the sun will cure that depression, baby. I'll be feeling so sad that I go into the sun. I'm like, maybe it wasn't that bad at all. No, literally. literally. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to say it cured depression, but you know what I'm saying. Like, it mm-hmm. really does help your mental health a lot. So. Facts. The fitness girlies, I'll give them one. It, it was they were right. Be yeah. active. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, let's, what's your let's, next one? <laughs> just go, yeah, go in a hot girl walk. At this, yeah, point. hot girl walk, hot, hot girl, girl walk. walk it out for literally. Okay, um, for my number three is don't overspend and learn how to budget. Granted, not everybody is a penny pinching extreme cheapskate like me, but and don't overspend. Take that and apply it to your life. Every everybody's different, especially monetarily. Um, but that learn how to budget, girl figure out how to use excel okay we took we are too grown to not be able to learn how to use excel because there's literally templates they give you templates on how to make a budget or even google sheets ma'am literally literally and if you're sitting you get depending on your college you get office 365 for free so well not for free but you know what i mean um but like for me so um allocate certain amounts of money for different areas of your life like my best friend's mom miss carol she was talking about how um, for their household, they do sub accounts. So basically, you mm-hmm. go into the bank and you have every time you get paid, a certain amount of money gets thrown into those accounts every single paycheck. So mm-hmm. car, car registration, car upkeep, gas, fun, insurance, gifts, vacation, like the whole nine, so that you don't have to worry about it. So that if your tire pops out of because cars are the main stressor of adulthood, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Because you never know when you're gonna set all those little stickers on there. No, I was gonna say you never know what light gonna go. Bro, on. quite literally. Quite literally. <laughs> I just turn up the music and keep it pushing Please. personally. <laughs> Bumping on the road, just who cares? I guess as long as I'm listening to cash in, cash out. I'm living I'm living La Vida Loca. Um and here's the thing, like I, I don't know who said this, but they were like, You can budget as much as you want, but it's if you don't have the money, you just don't have it. So exactly. um if you don't have enough to like 
having to have money for to save up for gifts for like Christmas and birthdays and vacation and gas and stuff because gas is oh mm. making me sick. Um, the way this economy set up. Listen, okay. Um, DoorDash and Instacart. There are always going to be lazy people or people that are disabled or people that don't have cars that need stuff delivered. Okay. Um, especially at night because that's when you get the munchies. That's when you want a pizza after you're going to the club. Like, pick up a side hustle and Instacart, DoorDash, and figure out what you're good at and monetize it if mm-hmm. you don't have enough money. Because just figure it out, Miss Girl. And make sure you make a little a little stash because we probably are going into a capital R recession. So uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so moms, what's what's your number three? My number three is to take yourself on dates. I mean, I feel like the hardest thing learning to grow up and being like a hot girl in your twenties is being comfortable with your own energy and yeah. being okay with being alone. Mm. And I think like Especially, like, I think I did this... When was the first time I did this? I did this, like, 2021. I love me some Barnes & Noble. I <laughs> took myself to Barnes & Noble. Went to the little... You know, they got a little Starbucks in there. Got me yeah. a little frappuccino. Love. Got me a little grilled cheese. And I just sat in there and read my book. And I remember I was so uncomfortable at first. Because I'm like, oh, my God. People are going to think I don't got no friends. I don't got no man. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just <laughs> in here by myself. Now, great, I don't got no man. <laughs> like, But you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. People are going to think, like... I don't got like I don't got nobody to come here with me. Yeah. And I was like, girl, who cares? Who literally who cares? Who cares? You're not gonna see none of these people again. You well, you might, but even still, like, what are they gonna say? Oh, mm-hmm. she was in Barnes Noble by herself. Like, <laughs> no one cares. No one cares. I promise no one cares. Like, it's okay. You can take yourself out on a date to a park, a coffee shop. You don't even have to even spend no money. You can just go somewhere and walk around. You can window shop. You can go yeah. to your mall. Like, there's so many things that you can do. Figuring out, figuring out what you like, dedicate a time. You can start off monthly and then maybe go like once a week or twice a week, depending on your schedule or twice, once every two weeks, I mean, Mm -hmm. um, and figure out what date you want to take yourself on and go do that. If you Mm want to do something fun and there's no one else to go with you, go take yourself out on a date. I guarantee you will learn so much about yourself, just actually spending time with yourself. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I love me some Tabitha Brown. I saw this (laughs) video of her and basically like. I don't remember the whole context, but she's basically saying like on top of like taking care of herself and taking herself on dates, she also started talking to herself in the mirror, like just mm-hmm. having conversations with herself in the mirror. Yeah. And she was like, at first it was so uncomfortable. She was like, why do I feel uncomfy? Like, it's just me. And then she was like, it's because I'm talking to this person. I don't know who she is. Yeah. That's and I was like, dang, wow, <laughs> that that'll do it. That'll do it. So yeah, on top of just taking yourself on dates, I guess just be com- be more comfortable with who you are um, and your own time. I mean, if you're living alone, I feel like it might be a little bit different because you're yeah. probably by yourself more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think just invest in personal time and mm-hmm. find hobbies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Please find hobbies because you know how dumb it feels when someone's like, oh, what are you doing in your free time? And you can't think of nothing. <laughs> I'm like, damn, what do I do? I don't know. I genuinely can't tell you what I do mm-hmm. for fun. <laughs> and that'd be like the number one question people want to ask, like on top of where you from and what you do. They'd be like, yeah. well, what do you do in your free time? I sleep. That could be a hobby too. But Bro, you know, like, swear. That could be a hobby. But I'm just saying, like, try to find things that you actually like to do. Like, mm-hmm. what, what did you do as a kid? And yeah. get back into that. Did you read as a kid? Did you paint as a kid? Did you draw? 
try to like rediscover what you liked as a kid and I think that will really help you become a hot girl (laughs) bro I swear I will be so agitated because like because I was so depressed especially in the first two years of college they talk about some um say one fun fact about yourself and don't (laughs) say you like sleeping well that's what I like to do that's all I had on that's all I had on the on the dock I would listen I would just make stuff up I like (laughs) to swim I like to snorkel never no literally never snorkel the day of life ever okay? don't let nobody invite you to snorkeling because it's getting turned down <laughs> please okay so my number four um this is definitely a journey um I want to I started it Lola basically just put me into a 25,000 step program into being nice because um I just felt like I had had to always have my guard up and like sna- like it was my way or the highway. And since I'm so stubborn, I will say, um, being nice and being stubborn don't really match. I'll t- I'll t- I'll say this, that. So um, my number four is be nice and have a friend or two that can humble you if you aren't. And because I, ha- I mm. will admit I'm on my niceness journey, um, I will say I am exponentially nicer than I was in 2019 because I was just a brat. Like, Lola definitely had to humble me. Like, those first six months, I definitely made his life a living H-E-double hockey stick. So, um, and I also struggle with saying things nicely as well as sending emails nicely. So I always have to have somebody to to, like look them over. But, um, (laughs) oh my God. (laughs) No, it's it's really bad. Um, I sometimes just don't think before I speak and that can get me in trouble. And that's honestly the only reason why I got in trouble growing up, not gonna hold you. It's just like, if you just thought about that few more seconds, you wouldn't have gotten your hand slapped, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but having those people that can humble you, like, but in like a nice way, because I hate when people try to humble you and like, oh, I'm better than you. But mm. two people, I know Lola will tell me about myself, but in a way that I don't feel like belittled, as well as my friend, Elisa, um, my best friend, Elisa, like, she'll be like, mm, like, if I'm like, am I in a wrong? She, I'll call her and she'll be like, yeah, you were. Or no, but I can see why you would think that. So having those people that can humble you in a way that is okay and you'll take their advice to heart. Mm. Um, because, wow, like in the moment, Lola, like if I'm rude to Lola, he'll be like, that was rude. But he'll say it in a way that won't trigger me um, because I I, lit- I suck at taking constructive criticism. I will say that's one of my downfalls. I really do suck at that. Um and like I said, if I need a truth with no, with the no friends bias, cause you know, you have those friends that like you can call and they'd be like, yeah, you was right. You was right. Like, girl, I literally just told you I murdered somebody. <laughs> like, and they're like, they're like, well, what caused you to do that? No, literally like tr- <laughs> literally trying to see your side of it and be like, okay, girl, you wasn't the right. You wasn't the right. Um, but it also helps that these are honestly the two sweetest people I've ever met in my entire life. So if you know, you have like that really sweet friend and they're and you've known them for a long time try to try to have try to try to see if you can make them that person that can humble you or tell you about yourself because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of growth in your 20s and having somebody tell you about yourself but in a way that you know you'll take it to heart or maybe in three months down the road you'll be like you know what they was right you know it's a learning process because I'm like "Mm, I'm in the right but there's there's a good chance I'm not um but yeah like just being nice to people and learning how to be humbled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, hot girls are nice people. Yeah. Being mean and being like just rude to people is the easiest way that people will be like, no, I don't want to be friends with her. Or no, yeah. like she she might be pretty on the outside, but inside, no. Like that type yeah. of thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely think like investing in how you treat people is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um 
and my fourth tip is um hot girls work on their mindfulness yeah um like i said in the beginning i think a physical glow up doesn't really matter if the mental doesn't match it and mm-hmm. i think in your 20s it's really important that you kind of grow into who you are and for me the best way i did that was starting one starting journaling yes and two, starting meditation and, like, reflection time in your day. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, it's really easy to just kind of get caught up in your day and not have any time to yourself. Like, if I broke down my days, like, when was my busiest time? Like, like I think, like, early 2021 and, like, 2019. I put so much time into other people and none of it into myself. Mm-hmm. And the second I started, like, doing meditation, even if it was just for, like, five minutes in the morning, I immediately felt more grounded in my day. And I was like, okay, yeah. like that really like took me down a notch. And I didn't feel like waking up stressed out. Cause bro, I would mm. wake up. Oh my God. I, in my dreams, I would be stressed out <laughs> about being stressed out. And then I'd wake up and have a pit in my stomach about things I'm stressed out about. It could, it, it could just be me being anxious. Like just wake up anxious. Mm-hmm. And that was like the first thing I started doing that really helped that. And also, I feel like on the piece about journaling, I think journaling is really important because it's just a place that you can vent and there's no judgment. Like, not saying that if you vent to your friends, there'll be judgment or there'll be it. Like, sometimes it just, there's situations that happen and in the moment they feel huge. Like, you're Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, this is like the worst thing on the planet. Like, I'm freaking out. Like, yeah. And then a day goes by, you're like, it was not that deep. Yeah. It was never that deep. (laughs) And by that point, like, especially I feel like if you're also, I think this also goes if you're like in a relationship or you have friend problems, the second you go tell another friend, you might get over it quick, but they won't. (laughs) Like, oh, they're not, they're not going to get over it. Especially like I've, I've had this happen to me a lot with like guys I've dealt with and like something he might've done that was really small and I took out of proportion and blew up about it and told my friends and then, like, three days later, we're good because we get over it. Mm-mm, them friends are mm. not going to get over it. They're going to hold you, that to heart. I'm one of them. Yeah, like, they're not going to forgive him. Even though you forgive him, they're not. It's probably going to linger in their mind. And it's mm-hmm. not going to be It's not gonna be effective in the long run. So I think unless it's something really, really big, then yes, like, then yeah. Like, if he, if he, if he threw you across the room, then yeah. Oh, go, yeah. Go tell your friends. But... <laughs> something small I think journaling about it first and seeing how you feel about a situation before you bring other people into it is really really important and I think that's one way that you can kind of control your own emotions too by just writing them down because sometimes I'd be like I don't know how I feel about this thing like am I upset about it am I sad am I am I angry like you don't really know what you're feeling until you just start writing sometimes and then you you figure out the words to it yeah and I know some girls are like oh I don't want to write girly I know I feel you because we do enough writing in general like in school whatever your major was if you was an English major you probably don't want to write about your feelings because you write all day um Mm -hmm. another way you can do it is by doing like video or audio journaling yeah I saw this from a girl on TikTok basically she just rants she like records herself on like photo booth or like she just records herself and she just talks like she literally is just talking to herself and mm-hmm. then she'll either go back and watch them. It's kind of like a video diary series, mm-hmm. but it's just you talking. So that could yeah. be a way that you just journal out loud, really. Yeah. And figure out how that might even be easier, you know, just talking about things and seeing how you feel about them as they come mm-hmm. to you. But yeah, um, I think that's a really big thing in your 20s, like learning how to handle situations yourself 
and figure out how you feel about it before you bring other people into it. And then if when you do, then you feel like you actually have a stance, you know, because sometimes yeah. I'd be talking about problems and I'm like, I'm telling you this, but I don't even know how I truly feel about it. Yeah. Like, you should figure it out yourself first before you bring other people into it. Is what I'm saying. No, big facts. I, um, especially being in a relationship, like, I feel like every, every girl has that girl group or that girl friend specifically that they go to and vent mm-hmm. and stuff. And, um, not, not everybody relationship is perfect. Like obviously Instagram, TikTok video, like, like it makes it like what the, if you see, if you hear that sound, you're like, Oh, such a perfect couple. But like everybody got they something. Yeah. Now, we're not, we not going to go as far as ups and downs. Cause when I hear ups and downs, what do we think? Denise? We think cheating. If Thank my you. man ever puts ups and downs in an anniversary caption, it's over because why would you put ups and downs when I hear ups and downs I'm like oh he cheated or she cheated who was the other girl absolutely and especially dating in your 20s like I started dating Lola when I think when I was when I turned 20 and now I'm 22 like it's a lot of there's a lot of growth Um, yeah but never no down never never no ups and downs downs. I'm, I'm just saying like if I'm like, oh, like, was I in the wrong? Like, I, like, Beast is my go-to, like, um, girlfriend to talk. Because I know she'll be like, no, yeah, you were wrong. And vice versa. But, like, I had to learn, like, like, I, and then when I would tell her, I would tell Lola, like, oh, I said this and this. But, like, mm-hmm. now as of recent, he's like, really don't want nobody knowing about us. And I'm like, well, I can't really afford a therapist. So I started journaling. And it actually really helped. Like, sometimes yeah. as I was typing, I would be like, oh, I, sh- I shouldn't have done that you know mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like so it it was it's it's a really great reflecting tool so I'm really glad yeah. you you mentioned that yeah no it really is especially when you're like uh like I don't really know how I feel about this I don't know if I should tell anybody yet read it back and I, be- I bet you have the time in different situations you'll be able to tell if you're in the wrong when you read it on paper yeah and in plain words yeah because if you write out yeah uh I killed his cat <laughs> And like when you read that on paper, like not, I don't know why I chose that example. I don't know who could killing cats, but if you read that out loud, you're like, yeah, I might have been in the wrong. Like you don't yeah. even need to vent to nobody at that point. You already know. Mm-hmm. No, literally, like, I think this this episode has been very like murderous. Like no facts. Like, <laughs> this okay? is true crime. Like no, what happened? Quietly, like when this turned to a true crime podcast, but girl, okay, so for our fifth one, um, for me, it's curated capsule wardrobe. And the thing is. We're telling you these top five. A lot of these, like other than the hair one, like we're all going through it. Like, yeah, I, I haven't solidified a capsule wardrobe. I know I'm I'm gonna change my scent probably in like September. Like, these are just things that we think are essential for, to being a hot girl, to becoming a hot girl. Um, but my number five is curating a capsule wardrobe. Now listen, so because I went through an eating disorder and bit some body dysmorphia, that was really rough. I I gained like 20 pounds and I wasn't like, I went from a size zero to a size five. And this isn't Fashion Nova. These are Fashion Nova jeans. Okay. This is Fashion Nova sizes. So I don't know Mm -hmm. what grown lady sizes are because I I don't shop in grown grown lady shops. But anyways, a thing that I had seen on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube, basically this lady was like, clothes should fit you. You shouldn't try to fit into your clothes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh. Because I would literally start crying when I would try to fit my uh, birthing hip, my birthing hips into size zero jeans. Like, girl, you're not a size zero no more. And that's okay. And that's that's, okay. That's okay. But like, and also because I'm a hoarder, I'm like, oh my goodness, like, I have to keep this because I can get down to that. No, no. No, you can't. 
and and we go through second puberties in our 20s so Literally. if you start looking more hippie that's the point like, that's okay people you're pay not for that. gonna look like you did when you were 17 your whole life and i had to come to terms with that because like I, like a lot of I've always been small. I've always been small. I've always been like, you need to put, you need, everybody's been like, you need to put some meat on your bones, the whole nine. Everybody knows if you're, if you're small, you know. And, um, it just sucked. Cause I'm like, I have to give these clothes to my sister voluntarily. Like they're not stealing them. I literally give it to them and not literally not being, I, I never had a moment where I pulled up my pants and they didn't fit, fit past uh, above my knees. I was like, Oh my, what is this? Like where, where, where did this, clothing where did this come from no really because i the thing is i was eating fettuccine alfredo at least once a week like i was going ham and that's why i'm pre-diabetic basically um that is what sent me over the edge um but also with these clothes especially with pants skinny like skinny jeans and mom jeans and like specifically they if you try on a pair of pants and they're not comfy when you sit don't get them or you need Mm. to you need to give them away Mm mm-hmm because I, there were so many times where I wore pants that I knew I couldn't sit in them. Or when I, I knew the drive there was going to be, it was going to suck. Uncomfy. Uncomfy. Or I would have to unbutton it before I got out the car. And then when I got, no, when I got out the car, I had to button it again. And I knew it would be, it'd be a rough time sitting. You know? Yeah. Um, no, because at that point, like, I think there's a balance between beauty and, and, and comfort. Like, no. if you can't even sit down on them. Let them go, girl. Let them go. Sell them on Depop or Poshmark. That's what I do. Literally. And the thing is, like, figure out your actual size, not your dream size. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. That's a big one. Because I guarantee you, it'll start looking way better when it actually fits you. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, if you get a set of clothes, and honestly, it was really rough because I had, I got a set of size zero jeans from Fashion Nova. Then I had to go to a size one. Then I ordered a size three, still couldn't fit them, had to go to a size five. And I'm between a size five and a seven, depending on the type of jean. That was so eye-opening and really definitely mm. hurt my, my body dysmorphia because I'm like, what size am I? Like, I just felt like a size five was so big, but that's, it's not big. It's literally my size. Yeah. And, and a five, the, the gag is a five is like normal. No, literally. And I've never been normal. I've always been under I've always yeah. been lower on on the lower scale people that like for for weight. So it was just different. It was COVID was r- r- a big changing moment for me, I, as I'm sure everybody was, but specifically for my body. Um, and if the clothes don't fit, send them back, donate them or get them tailored. Yep. You know, if you're like, I can't live without this. Like, I hate that it doesn't fit me. Like, get a tailor and call it a day. Um, and I know for me, I had... I don't have a lot of signature pieces, but when you have that capsule wardrobe, you can, you can, once you have those basics, you can style the signature pieces with the basics, but as lo- mm-hmm. but get those basics first. Yeah. You, Cause otherwise you're going to be like, Oh my God, I have this really cute dress or something. And then no basic shoes to go with it. Yeah. Or a skirt and you got no top to, to match it. Cause Bro, all your pieces are signature pieces. I have this baby fat skirt that I got from Forever 21 on sale. To this day, I have, I can't figure out what to wear as a top with it. So yeah. I'm waiting. Once y'all see that baby fat skirt on my um, Instagram, just know I figured it, I figured it out. You finally got it. <laughs> I finally got it. Literally, this was like before COVID. This was like maybe 20, 2018 in the beginning yeah. of college. Yeah. Um, and finally, I'm still working on this one, but because I don't go out 
out often. My capsule wardrobe is essentially Lola's oversized shirts and shorts or a cute pair of leggings. And, um, but basically figuring out the equilibrium between being cute and being comfy. And the thing is, mm-hmm. I lean towards comfy every single time. Like that, I'm be I'm gonna look bummy 97% of that time, but that 3% I'm gonna hit y'all real hard. And I, I, I'm gonna try to get it up to at least 10. I feel like I could do that. <laughs> I really do feel. Because the thing is, it was rough. Like my friends, my, especially my South Carolina friends, Kelly and Adrian, they were just like, one thing about face, you're gonna be comfy. Like, why would you say- every time? <laughs> every time. No, it's facts. <laughs> like, if you know, even if you don't know me, you'd be like, no, faith is comfy. So that is kind of like my grown girl, hot girl dream is to find my equilibrium between being cute and being comfy. Yeah. It, yeah. it really is a balance. Mm-hmm. It really is a balance. Because one thing about me, I'm gonna choose the look every time. Like <laughs> I need to learn how to be comfy because I will be out. Heels hurt, mm. dogs screaming, for, like screaming for help, and I will not take them shoes off. No, I, I will I not bring flats. I will not, like, I need to learn how to be more comfortable because I will be uncomfortable for the whole day Mm-mm. just for the look. No. <laughs> and be sick, be sick to my stomach because I knew what it was when I put it on. I knew, yeah. it, didn't, I knew it was uncomfy. Mm-hmm. I knew the feathers was itchy, but I'm going to still wear them. <laughs> no, no. That's the difference between me and you. I'm going to choose comfy every single time. And I'm going to choose the look. I'll be like, beauty is pain. Mm-hmm. You better tough it out for the, for yeah. the pictures. No. Oh, <laughs> that is the nature. I, I swear. I literally swear. Walking miles and hills. Miles. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's a different story. That's a different Because <laughs> if we talk about Miami, mm-hmm. Faith had us walking miles, girl. <laughs> Faith had us walking. I was like, we've been walking for about, me and Peyton was like, we've been walking for about 15, 20 minutes. She said, yeah, it's about 15 more. I said, why are we walking 30 minutes? When they Where, about where's me, the Uber? If it's less than 30, I'm a walk. I said, why are we on the side of the highway? <laughs> this ain't even a walkable city. If we don't call it Uber, like, my feet were chased. Bro, that's a whole different story. That's a whole different story. <laughs> um, oh, that's good. <laughs> but my fifth tip is on the same lines of wardrobe and mine is to develop your own style your own signature style and I know that sounds like oh yeah like everybody got their own style no trend cycles move so freaking fast these days like fast fashion is real Mm -hmm. and every every week or so I'd say yeah I'd say about every week it moves so fast of what's trendy and what's popping in the moment Mm -hmm. you'll go on TikTok and there's a viral dress that every single girl is buying just because it's gone viral Mm mm-hmm it's so hard to keep up with the trends these days. If you look at like even like a year ago, what what the trend what the trendy thing to wear was is no longer trendy. Mm-hmm. Trends are going to change really 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 fast. You're better off finding pieces and finding a style that you actually like, not just because it's viral on TikTok, mm-hmm. and really sticking to it. Yeah. Now, me personally, I like to think of myself as a character in a Netflix original. Okay, <laughs> like we're on like season twenty one, and I think okay, like if Denasia was in a show. How would the wardrobe manager style me? What is my style? (laughs) And like mentally doing that, I know it sounds extra, but mentally doing that really helped me figure out like, do I really like that type of style or is it just trendy right now? Mm -hmm. So I think the best way you can do this, um, for me personally, I love me a good Pinterest board. Mm. Um, Something you can do, go on Pinterest and just type in like outfits. Type in, I be be typing outfits black girl because you know if if I type in (laughs) outfits, it's going to be... It's not going to be what I want to wear, no. okay? It's going to mm-hmm. be 
not it's gonna be given like Mary Beth after Cottage from like from like Alabama. Like mm-hmm. I'm not wearing that. Yeah. So I type in outfits black girl on mm-hmm. Pinterest. And then I just go through and pin everything I like. Yeah. Then I look back at the pins and I'm like, what are some common grounds here? Like mm-hmm. what out of all of these, what what can I say is a style based on everything that I like? Mm-hmm. I also look at my closet. I'm notorious for buying a signature piece and not having nothing else to wear with it. <laughs> I look at all my signature pieces, half of them that still got the tag on because I don't, can't find nothing pair with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is the common ground here? Like, what if I look at all this, how can I summarize it? Like, yeah. what is the style here? And doing that really helped me because I realized, like, I'm, I really enjoy color palettes. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy wearing color. I really enjoy funky patterns. And yeah. I'm very chic. Like, my whole wardrobe is very chic. With, mm-hmm. a, with like a hint of street style here and there yeah so learning that about myself I feel like was really essential for my early 20s because I was like okay like now I have a basically like um like a starter pack of things I really really like to wear and now when I look at when I look at like pieces online or if I see something I'm like oh maybe I should get that I'm like is that even my style though like yeah. am I gonna it, it looks good on the girl wearing it but if I wear it am I gonna walk outside feeling dumb because it's not me that. probably Mm-hmm. And also for my girlies that love to shop, um, something that really helped me is when I'm shopping, like if I'm going out to shop, I don't usually shop in person anymore. But if I am, something that helped me, I will go around the store. I'll pick up. I'll walk out with like like thirty pieces to go try on the fitting room. No, good mm-hmm. and well, I'm probably gonna get three of them. Literally, if that. Something that helps. If you're walking through a store, you pick up all these pieces. Close your eyes. And if you can picture every single piece in your hand, you should get those pieces. But if they don't stick out to you, you would just close your eyes. You don't even know what what you have in your hand. You're just picking it up because you're picking it up. You don't really like that outfit. Truly. Mm -hmm. You don't like it. It's going to come. You're going to get home. It's going to sit in the closet, realistically. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a really good way to kind of narrow down what you want to wear. And also, if you're only going to wear it once, probably not a good idea to buy it. No. Just unless Unless it's it's a signature. I was going to say, unless it's like a signature. Like There's a couple dresses. Once they've been worn and I got pictures in them, y'all not seeing that dress again. I'm sorry. It's on Depop. <laughs> it, it was posted yesterday. It's on Poshmark now. Oh my God. But I'm saying for like basic, like every days, mm-hmm. find stuff that you really want to wear a couple times. Like not just something you're going to wear one time and throw away. Yeah. And invest in pieces that are actually going to last. Yeah. As much as we love a good Shein. Yeah. It's not going to last three washes, baby promise you. we i promise you i know it's the most affordable option but when you look at it in the long run if you have to constantly replace that plain black t-shirt every three months <laughs> you're not you're not saving money yeah buy and invest in a really solid wardrobe that is good fabric that will last and i promise it will save you so much more money in mm-hmm. the long run yeah um and yeah that, that's the style tip of the day mm-hmm. literally <laughs> and the thing is if you if you don't if this is like your first episode and you don't know what Denisha's uh instagram looks like just go and then that's how you know you can trust her <laughs> yeah advice. you'll see i'm a fashion girl right no she's definitely i love a good girl. outfit love. love a good outfit love. and i feel like not that i'm a catfish but like my my instagram and my story are two completely different people oh easily <laughs> easily because i i will go on face story and i have no clue what i'm getting that day half the time i'd be confused but i but as a as her own like in her personal circle as a friend i'm like i know even if i'm confused now we gonna talk and she gonna clear it up yeah but i i, I don't know what the people that don't know you in real life are thinking <laughs> they like we don't know what's happening here 
I and same for me because my you're not gonna get much on my story. You're not. I'm way. I'm very private. Faith is very public. No, (laughs) no. Literally, our um our friend was talking about like how she kind of describes our friend group, and like with Denasia, you're gonna get food and buildings, and that's yeah. She she was like she was like how do we move? She was like. Basically, Peyton, our friend Peyton, my best friend Peyton, mm-hmm. she moves in silence for real. She for moves in real. silence. She really moves in silence. And Kelly was the one who was describing it. She was like, Denasia moves in silence, but you'll get you'll get pictures of her friends and when she's outside in her yeah. outfits. Mm-hmm. She said, Faith moves very loudly. <laughs> <laughs> and she herself is like a combo of me and Peyton. So mm-hmm. she's, some, she's like in the middle. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's crazy our dynamic for real. Because I feel like we compliment each other though. Like if we was both moving loudly, I feel like we would not be friends. Oh no. Like, and I, and I think like it's helpful if everybody followed, like, especially for Miami, if people followed all of us, it was like, okay, I can get snippets of, if I miss this, I can get it from face story basically. But right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, it's, it's definitely, we comp, we definitely do compliment each other like very, very, very well. And at the end of the day, we know if it's not one week, it's two months, we gonna talk and we gonna figure out what what was that in your story? What we missed, literally. We miss? I'm like, we don't have to. I, that's why I love friendships like this because we don't have to talk every single day to mm-hmm. still be friends. Yeah, and I feel like that is the strongest type of friendship because you're actually making a conscious effort to really like talk to each other. Uh, on that GCal, okay. We on that GCal, like okay. we've been long distance friends for years, and yeah. the friendship has been stronger than some friends that I have seen day in and day in at school. And we're only friends because of convenience because we're going to the same school together Big versus like really putting the effort in to talk to each other is a different level but that's a whole different story no child. literally okay <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into the affirmation of the week uh Denaja, do you want to um let us know what it is yes our affirmation of the week is i am confident and value myself i'm growing and learning every day and all i need to succeed is within me that's good because i i, I i'm gonna take that and write that one down um with the hair one I think I was just already good with my hair so I was like okay that's like for somebody who's like not feeling the best in their hair but for this Mm -hmm. one especially moving in a new city new just new vibes all around I really do feel like this one is good and like this is all in his brain like this is straight Denasia so I really enjoy like this is not me complimenting myself like oh that was such a good one like no (laughs) imagine can you imagine like oh i don't know who wrote that but, wow, but the, like, i'm gonna write that that was good no that's worse <laughs> that's insane but okay so please write that down actually moms we need to put that on our post put that as a post from for for last episode for the hair yeah um yeah. but question of the week for this week is when do you think you're the most confident like ideal confident girl vibes um for me i would say it's french tips um with and that and I'm talking about the most expensive pedicure. Um, mm. so friendship mm-hmm. with the most expensive pedicure, shaved legs, shaved underarm, basically feeling like a dolphin or a whale vibes. Um, fresh braids or a fresh perm rod set, lip liner, mm. lip gloss, eyebrows, um, and oh, and a and a fresh nail set. That's period. That'll and, do it every time. And with with a very curated outfit that like. I've been wanting to wear for a very long time and I finally have a reason to wear it and like a really good perfume scent. That's me. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just, ooh, that'll yeah. do it. I got mm-hmm. chills through my body. It's screaming. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, for me, basically the same thing. When my beauty battery is a hundred percent charged, mm-hmm. I'm talking fresh hair. Yeah, it don't even gotta. I don't even care the style. Just, mm-hmm. just I know the hair is done. Yeah, and it looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, fresh nails, a, a fresh nail set, preferably with a design. Yeah, because that means I probably treated myself that time. Mm-hmm. Eyebrows done, petty. Yeah, mini petty, matching mini petty. Yes. Um, and more than anything. A good outfit, like yeah. rats doll level outfit. Right, yeah. Like, sometimes I, sometimes I have outfits and I'm like, this is cute. But then I got outfits where I'm like, I feel like a walking rats doll. Literally, if I got an outfit like that on. Confidence is through the roof. I can mm-hmm. conquer the world. Can nobody tell me literally. Anything. <laughs> um, and yeah, like I, I mean, I hate to say that it's like a physical thing. Like if you look good, you feel good. But it really is true. Like when it you is. look good, you really do feel good. And I think at work, when I start working full time. I'm really going to try to invest in a really cute, this is off topic, but invest in a really cute work wardrobe. Same. Like I want to, I want to give Blair Waldorf in the office, honestly. And I think that'll really help me like with my confidence in the workplace too. I feel like, because I don't know, I just feel like because I know the company you work at, I feel like I assume everybody's just going to be looking amazing. That's what I was going to say. It's the energy already there. Like, I granted, when I interned with them, I was doing virtual, so they was only seeing, like, shoulders up. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like in the office, it's kind of like, if you do dress up, it's like, oh, period. Like, everyone's no. going to be like, yeah, girl, go ahead. No, literally. But I feel like it because I kind of work at a tech company, everybody, I was talking to one of my friends that is actually starting work in July, like, late July, and she's like, I feel like it's going to give, like, jeans and, like, running shoes. Mm, yeah know? like the, the millennial tech person no yeah. exactly and I feel like everybody's gonna be like oh she just dresses up every day and I'm just like I and I and I hate to say this but I feel like I might conform to be like oh, okay well I'm dressing up too much but like I like I if you see me do that like if you see it OTD and you're like mm, I'm like and like please what is we doing please because <laughs> I like that that I think that's just gonna have to be your job because I'm yeah. quick to conform like oh I could be comfy you know but at the end of the day if you look good, you feel good, and I'm gonna need that, especially because I'm only going in the office Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, like it's not like yeah. I do it five days. Those a week, are just you know? two days you got to stunt exactly. That. Easily, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, for me, I'm gonna be working two days from home, so three oh. days in the I'll have three days in the office, which is I see. Um, which is basically the balance I kind of wanted. I wanted to be flexible, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I really, I'm, I'm hoping I won't be looked at crazy for dressing up because I'm assuming everyone there is probably gonna be dressing up too. So yeah. We'll just be in there styling and wilding, I guess. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm literally so excited. Um, I really, really did enjoy this episode. I really had, I had no clue the direction we were going to take it, but I, I do really enjoy the direction that it went. Yeah. No, I feel like we, once again, all our episodes feel like therapy. Mm-hmm. Facts. They really do. But this one, this one especially, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Because well, it, like help- it was like, we're helping you, but we're also helping us. That's kind of. Right. No, because none of these are like completed. These are all like still work in progress like every tip we gave you we're still doing ourselves so mm-hmm. we're doing it together honestly exactly but y'all asked so we provided so you're welcome what can i say except you're welcome vibes <laughs> <laughs> but we will, we will see y'all next friday we love y'all thank you so much for listening bye guys see you later bye.